Oh, grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, dear friends, a certain individual decided to go into business for himself. He bought an old kind of beat-up gas station. The former owner had been unable to repair the tanks underground, and so it was kind of condemned in a, a sense. No one really had the money to be able to put into it to keep it up as a gas station, but it had a nice little building. It had a little approach off the highway, and he just was going to sell some tacos there. And so he began. His idea was that, that he could be friendly, that he could give people a little bit more than they expected. And you know, pretty soon he had a, a thriving little business. He was able to expand and find two or three other little properties where people could just kind of come off the highway and, and they could buy uh, some tacos to eat. And he had some drinks available. And then they could go on their way and, and people were happy and, and they loved it and they got a little bit more than they expected. And they always had friendly service and, and things were good. In fact, things were so good when his son was accepted to Harvard University, he was able to provide the assistance his son needed to be able to go there. His son majoring in business because, you know, his dad had his own business and he was interested in that. And, and so majoring in business, his son came home. They began to say, Dad, the economy is really terrible. You probably need to scale back a little bit. He said, Dad, you know what, what you could really do to make more money is to provide a little bit less for people. Your, your idea that you provide a little bit more, that cuts into the profits. And so, you know, you, you make the tacos a little bit smaller, you use a, a little bit less, you know, meat in there, a little bit less vegetables, and you still keep the price the same. And, and, and dad, you know, you, you might even have to get rid of one of your stores because, you know, the economy is, is just really tanking right now. And so the, the dad thought to himself and he thought, well, you know, my, my, here's my son and, and my son is at Harvard and he's at the Harvard Business School. And, and you know, he's always been pretty bright. I, I, I maybe need to, to start to follow uh, some of his advice. And, and so he did. He made the portions a, a little bit smaller and, you know, he decided that he had to maybe close one of his stores and, and it was so hard to sell the property, though, during that time. But, you know, he's trying to listen to his son and he kind of believes what his son is telling him is the right way to go. At the end of a, a month, he, you know, looked at his bottom line. He said, wow, my son is right. Fewer people are coming to my stores. It sure is a good thing that I cut back on some of the things I was doing. It sure is a good thing I made the sizes smaller of the tacos that I was serving because, wow, what my son told me has proven to be true. 
Now, hopefully you maybe get a, a, a little chuckle out of that. Because the point of the story is that, you know, we can kind of come to see what a self-fulfilling prophecy looks like. Now, here was this man. He had his own philosophy for business. It was successful. He was doing well. But he started to listen to some of the negative things that his son was telling him. Right, Dad, you need to cut back. Dad, you need to make the sizes smaller. Of course, when he made the sizes smaller, people weren't as anxious to come and spend their money there. They started looking for alternate places to be able to go because now I'm not getting such a good deal anymore. Now maybe I want to go and eat some chicken at that other place down the street because they still have a good serving size. All right, now look at this, this fellow. He's starting to close some of his stores and it's not convenient. I can't go to the one I used to like to go to. You see, you start to have some of these negative things entering into your world and you make a decision. For every decision, there really is a consequence, isn't there? You make a decision that there's some kind of consequence because of that decision, the consequences that they begin to stack up and they take your life in a particular direction, don't they? And for each direction, there is a final destination, isn't there? Hey, we, we kind of understand that. We kind of know a little bit about setting goals. We kind of understand about the influences that the world might have on us. But what are we going to do about it? And the scripture is going to come and say, you know what? Are you going to follow Jesus? Are you going to follow the world? This particular businessman I, I was telling you about, you know, a good Christian man, right? There he is in, in church on, on Sunday. He's trying to follow, you know, the Lord's principles, right? He's saying, oh, what, what is the bottom line? I need to treat people well, right? I need to be good to other people. I need to, you know, practice kindness toward others. I, I need to give people a little bit more, uh, perhaps, uh, than they think that, that they're going to get. You know, I'm, I'm going to be grateful and, and I'm going to share and I'm going to be open and I'm going to be kind. And, you know, he's going in a certain direction. That, that direction took him to success. To be able to have a, a son that he can pay the bills to go to Harvard. Right? That, that's pretty successful. But dear friends, in that very same way, that's what God would like to see in our spiritual lives. That, that we go to his word, that we see his promises there, that we, we begin to live by those promises. Right, that you can get up in the morning and, and you can say within your heart, he will never leave me nor forsake me. We can get up in the morning and say within our heart, no matter what other people are doing to me today, I am called to respond according to the will of Jesus. 
my Savior. If other people are having a bad day and they're taking it out on you, that you would continue to practice self-control. That you would continue to be able to manage your emotions according to the will of God. That really is the hardest part, the bottom line, isn't it? That you step out into a world today or tomorrow where people are out to get you, where people are backbiting, where people are just outright rude, where people, they don't really seem to, to care about your feelings or your goals, and still you bring the cross of Jesus Christ. You practice that self-control. You keep your emotions in check. You continue to provide kindness in the middle of chaos. That is what God asks of us. And you know what? If you can continue to do those things, if you can continue to praise God in the midst of adversity, if you can continue to to be strong when those around you are failing, You're walking the path, aren't you? You're holding high the cross. In the midst of a generation when many people don't seem to have a clue about what they're supposed to be doing, we have a very clear directive. And when we can make those decisions, When we can say, you know what, even though I don't deserve it and my boss just snapped at me, I'm going to keep cool. I'm going to at least bite my tongue. Or maybe I'll respond with some words of grace. That decision takes you in a particular direction, doesn't it? And of course, as we know, for every direction, there is a destination. Today, we're also talking about that we want to get to heaven, don't we? Now, Jesus said in the text for today, the way to heaven is narrow. The door is a a narrow door, right? It's not a a big, wide freeway. You know, you you can't just drive your, your Cadillac 100 miles an hour down the big wide freeway and get there. No, you have to go through the narrow door, right? It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Where where does the hardness, where does the difficulty come from? It comes from the fact we live in a sinful world, doesn't it? It comes from the fact that we're surrounded by by media. We're surrounded by uh, voices that are trying to lead us the wrong way. We're surrounded by that kind of negative stuff that's out there. The son coming home from college saying, Dad, you better scale back and, and you better provide less and you don't know what it's like out there in the real world. I go, oh, maybe I don't know. Oh, maybe I do need to pull back a little bit. Oh, uh, maybe I do need to to be more careful uh, with that. Maybe I need to provide smaller portions uh, for my customers. Maybe I need to listen to the negative voices. And they're all around. 
And so what, what happens? Well, like in, in my example for this morning, right? You, you hear the negative voice, you make a decision. I, I'm going to cut back. I'm going to scale back. I'm going to close one of my stores. I'm going to serve smaller portions. And I, maybe I scratch my head and I say, I, I don't know why you know, things are, are going downhill. I, I don't quite understand why things are going the wrong direction. I, I, I don't quite get it. What happened? When we stop following God, we end up in the wrong place, don't we? We stop responding to God's will. We wake up one morning and find that we don't have the self-control anymore. Right? We don't have the patience anymore. I'm just going to kind of let myself go. I'm just going to kind of let, you know, things happen the, the way that maybe I want them to be. I'm just going to kind of snap at people when they snap at me. I'm just going to kind of give back to the people what they give to me. And I'm just going to kind of do what the world says I'm supposed to do. And it's not where we want to be, is it? Of course, being in the Christian church, you know what the key is. You, you, you know what the way back is from that kind of adversity. And it's that repentance, isn't it? Is that you and I would be able to go to the Lord in prayer. You and I would be able to humble ourselves before Almighty God. And we would be able to say, Lord, you, you know what I've been doing. Lord, you, you know what I've been thinking. Lord, you, you know I haven't been following your guidance. Lord, you, you know I've doubted your word at times. I got in a, a, a tight place. I, I start to panic. I, I began to wonder if you really loved me. But Lord, I need your forgiveness. And see, with that forgiveness that Jesus Christ offers, with a way to heaven open to all who believe in the Savior, we can come back again, can't we? And that's the blessed news of the gospel. Even if our sin was just kind of a minor sin and we were in a tight place and we begin to doubt, we began to, to make bad decisions uh, because we didn't really believe that God was going to be there in the end. We, we began to, to have the, these misconceptions uh, based on the things the world said and, and we doubted God's word. We can come back from that. We can begin to make good decisions again. We can get back to the basics of saying, you know, what was it that made me successful in the past? It was probably being kind. It was probably being encouraging to other people. It was probably going out of my way to try to lift people up once again. It was that idea that because God is with me and because God has given me so much, I can give something 
to others. And I can give them even a little bit more than they expect. And then when we're grateful once again, when when we're giving to others once again, they probably begin to respond once again, don't they? They probably begin to you know, come back to my restaurant, to come back to my uh, taco stand, because now I'm doing the things that I used to do. The things that made people happy. The things that, that made it joyful. They're coming back again, you see. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? And the, the way is narrow and it's kind of constricting, right? I, I have to manage my emotions, but I can do that by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have to you know, take the time to think about other people. I have to take the time to uh, try to give to others that, that are not even just close to me, but uh, just even extend common courtesy to the sales clerk at the store. Right? I, I have to you know, think about those things because maybe it doesn't just come natural all the time, but it's the way to life, isn't it? It's the way God wants us to live. You see, dear friends, we can make a difference. We can enjoy those gifts of the Holy Spirit. If we will but repent once again, if we will but ask our Lord to show us the way through, if we will but walk hand in hand with him, we can make that first good decision Once again, can't wait. And having made that first good decision once again, having made that decision to follow our Lord once more, we can begin to take the steps in the right direction. And after weeks and months and years of walking in that right direction with our Lord and Savior, we can make it We can enter through that narrow door that leads to life. We can see our Lord and Savior standing before us, his arms open wide as he says those blessed words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will set you over many things. Enter now into the joy of your master. Amen. Now may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your hearts and minds now and always. Amen.